Father, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to worship. We pray, Lord, that our worship will be acceptable before you. Lord, we ask, O oh God, that this session, that you will heal every heart and every spirit in the name of Jesus. And that no person, no man, woman, or child will live the way they have come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Because we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Today we are continuing our series on trauma healing as the theme for the family month. I was missing in action last week. I was working for you, but I joined the service. Praise the Lord. Again, I want to remind the church of where we're coming from. The last Sunday of July, we started with, is God indifferent to human suffering? Does God turn his eyes away from our problems and our challenges? And we were reassured that that is not the case. And that God does not author any of our sufferings. Even though God, permission, God permits discipline for his own children. Because it is the child that the father loves that he disciplines. Then we went on <clears throat> to discuss healing heart wounds, reminded ourselves that it is not only physical wounds that are dangerous. Indeed, the more dangerous wounds are the unseen wounds that need to heal. And if they refuse to heal, it can lead to problems. Last week, we discussed very extensively one of the avenues through which heart wounds sometimes come, just one out of many, that's domestic violence. Because we know that wounds that do not heal can destabilize the family and the society and can lead to further problems. Indeed, we recognize that many heart wounds are obtained from the family setting. As we recall from the case study that we did on August the 6th, one incident of attack on a family affected members of the family in different ways. And last week, we were reminded about what domestic abuse is, about its forms, about its patterns, about the role of culture, about why it continues, and how to help domestic abuse victims. I want to particularly remind us about the conversation around patterns of control and the role of power, power asymmetry. Somebody made a point that with power that has no boundary, abuse is inevitable. I agree 100%. Even political scientists will tell you that power corrupts. What happens to absolute power? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. In the family setting, the same is true. A father who has the powers without control, it will lead to abuse. A mother with power without control, it will lead to abuse. Children with power without control, it will lead to abuse. The control is from the scriptures. The boundaries set for us by the scripture. And that leads me to the rule of culture. Culture is organic. 
it changes. And I remember a father who gave the example of being whipped and his father told him that your children's children will see this mark. Okay? But he himself would not beat his child like that today because culture is organic. But the word of God does not change. That's our culture. That's what we rely on. That's what this whole conversation is all about, about where the word of God takes us. And today, and I pray that nobody here will get to this point, but because it is a reality, we must discuss it. Today, we are discussing those who refuse to heal from inside for whatever reason. And they begin to think about ending it all their own way. They want to end it all their own way. They begin to entertain. They begin to receive. They begin to nurture suicidal thoughts. I pray that all such thoughts will be cast out in the name of Jesus. They are not edifying. They don't glorify. But nevertheless, we have this problem now in the society and also in the church. We must discuss it. We must not play the hypocrite and say that once we say one prayer, the problem has disappeared. The problem has not disappeared. The problem is very much with us. And again, the Bible is our reference point. With the exception of three people who I'm going to mention, God did not allow anyone who turned to him to take their own lives. First of all, under the law in Nigeria, suicide is only an offense when you do not succeed. When you succeed, what happens? There's a funeral, God forbid. When you don't succeed is when somebody can charge you and there's a prosecution. And therefore, attempted suicide is actually criminalized, both in northern Nigeria and in southern Nigeria. By law, you should not attempt to take your life because you did not give your life. There are many other ethical issues which maybe today's conversation will get to. Mercy killing, you heard of euthanasia. Mercy killing, when you relieve, who takes that decision? Those are issues. But with the exception of Ahitophel, Saul, and Judas, who killed themselves because of their sin and their wrongdoings. All other examples of people who entertain suicidal thoughts, they were all healed. And if you have entertained such thoughts, you'll be healed in the name of Jesus. Moses entertained suicidal thoughts as a leader because he was leading a stiff-necked people who otherwise are called Nigerians, I think. And he said, God, take my life. Why should you give me this kind of people to lead? Take my life. God did not take his life. There was Elijah, a prophet of God, a man whose word God respected, who dealt with immorality in his time, and he was so successful, yet fell into depression because of one woman. Say, God, I'm like my fathers. I'm no better than them. Take my life. God said, no. I will give you support. There was Job, rich and wealthy man. He had everything, but he was spiritually conscious of the ease of doing wrong. And he prayed when he ought to, yet he lost everything. 
and then he cursed the day of his birth and said, God, take my life. But God did not take his life. There was a disobedient prophet called Jonah who was told to go and preach to people to repent. He would not do so. He took a ship to go to the wrong direction, Tarshish. God said, you will not go there and destabilize the ship. And then he said, look, you people throw me into the sea. And they did so reluctantly. God rescued him. And still, he did the assignment and God turned around Nineveh. And he said, did I not tell you? For some other people's redemption, he decided to be suicidal. I pray that anyone who has entertained all these thoughts will be delivered in the name of Jesus. To take us through the specifics of it, what to look for, and how to get out of it. We have a blessed child of God, an architect by profession, brother, Shinyobola Odumurayo, a master facilitator, and a graduate from Awafemi Awolowo University. Great effect. I didn't hear. Great, thank you very much. For those of you who went to the other universities, <laughs> praise the Lord. He's a certified project manager with a global advanced diploma in project management from the UK. He's a master facilitator with certification in trauma health counseling and trauma healing from the Trauma Healing Institute of USA. He's been a born again Christian since 1988. And he has a passion for intercession generally, but especially for those who are brokenhearted. Join me in welcoming architect Shinyobola Odumorayo. After his ministration, we will take Q&A as usual. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Family Sunday. Yeah. Our discussion, let me just connect back to what Prof said. Uh, the life that we have is not, is, we are not the one that owns the life. It was given to us. Let us imagine it. There's a personality that decided to create what we call creation. So it created everything. Now, you and I know that we didn't even know how we got to this place. Something just happened, just happened. We begin to grow up, and we, they, are, they are calling us human beings. On a legal basis, on a moral basis, on a faith basis, we don't have a right to take our life. Are we, I just want out to think. We cannot deny the fact that we are going to grow through issues. Life do happen. Challenges, problems, troubles. Depends the way we see it. Some people will see it as a challenge. Some people will see it as a trouble. Some people will see it as a problem. But why are we here? We are now taken to the body of Christ. Because there we used to, uh, we used to think that um, suicide, it's for people who are wayward. Yes, people that don't know Christ. People that are not Christian. But now at this, we are discovered that Christians too are committing suicide. So we have a issue on our hand. That is, enemy have devised a way 
to be depleting the kingdom of God technically. We said that if you take your life, it's a sin. If you kill, it's a sin. It's part of the Ten Commandments. You shall not kill. So if you have killed, then you have committed a sin. So if you try to take your life and you committed a sin and you are a Christian, where are we going to? Wow. So we can see that it's not, uh, there's not any uh, value. There's something you want to gain from taking our life. But like I said, we cannot divide, divide, uh, deny the fact that we are going through issues in this life. We are going to discuss here. It's not that we are causing, no. By the time we are getting out of this place, something will happen. Let me use this uh, uh, parlance that I use nowadays. They say, Wala, no, they finish. Is that one second? Wala, no, go finish for this world, though. So if you solve this problem, another problem will come. Ah, I don't have the money to send my children to school. When children get to school, I don't have the money to do. I was hearing in discussion. I'm sorry to say this. They say so, 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 so. I said, okay, I want to be using this for my grandchildren. The person that solved the problem of is our own children now. He decided to now take the problem of the. Now, if issue comes now, it's he or she started thinking. And if there's no boundary, then the thought started going to, I, I can't solve that. I, can't, I don't have resources to solve this problem. Just let me leave this world. Let us go back to why we are here. I decided to lay that foundation because I know a lot of people are going through stuff. Especially the kind of situation we have in our world and our nation right now. Suicide does not even have a boundary. It's not exclusive of any gender or demography or personality or status. We have seen poor people who have committed suicide. We have seen rich people. We have seen men of God committing suicide. But before we get to this place that people started committing suicide, it is very good when you, you have issue and uh, it becomes a mental issue and they can take you to a psychologist or psychiatrist. They can take you to a therapy. But as a church, we will get there now. As a church, we have a responsibility that people did not get to that level. And that's why we are here. That's why we, based on the prayer that the prof prayed, that many of us were able to open our heart and bring issues out so that we're able to get our healing. When people have issues and they're unable to solve it, then they would have bring it psychologists in, clinical psychologists, psychologists, psychiatrists, and uh, Yaba left. But we don't want now, if that thing happened, you know that unbelievers will start a question on our faith. That maybe they are Christian. Why are they having issue? Like, I want to still connect to what a prof said. There's something it's not about prayer. We are praying. God has answered prayer. Maybe we need to do something special. Let's go back to our scripture, the first scripture that we read, Isaiah 61, 1 to 3.
He said the Spirit of God is upon me. Let me just put it verbally so that we will start. He said the Spirit of God is upon me. He has attorned me to preach a good tiding, to heal the broken hearted. You know that over years, body of Christ have neglected that first part. We thought that Christianity is about deliverance, prosperity, holiness, go to heaven. But we have never sat down and looked at some people are broken hearted. This prophet, Isaiah, was talking, maybe a prophecy, maybe it's a psalm, in Old Testament. Then, according to, I'm not a theologist, I'm not a pastor, I've not gone to all these schools, but I know that between Isaiah and Jesus Christ, that should be around 2,000 to 3,000 years. Are we together? Between Isaiah and Jesus Christ, that should be 2,000 or 3,000 years difference. Now, once funny guy just came to church one day, like this on Sunday, Maybe they call him the son of carpenter. And they know him as a carpenter. Maybe they are thinking that he's going to inherit his father's business as a furniture maker. So they just enter church on Sunday like this and he opened the book. The Bible said that he opened the book of Isaiah 3,000 or 2,000 years ago. And he declared, the spirit of God is upon me he has started me to heal the broken hearted. Why did Jesus Christ make that first statement? Why did you start scripture to start his ministry? That is that is that's, that's mean that that prophecy was a scripture that the ministry of Jesus Christ was established. You know that we said that we want to, as a Christian, you must have a word to establish yourself. That is Isaiah 61, 1 to 3 was the ministry, was the word that Jesus Christ built his ministry. Because that was his first declaration. Now, when he was now talking, he was talking about broken hearted. And see, when Jesus Christ left 2,400, 500 years ago, church had been dealing with all part of that declaration. We have done deliverance. We have done prosperity. We have done uh, healing. We have done holiness. Even the acceptable year of the Lord, we are preaching it. But either by omission or commission, we are shied away from the ministry of broken hearted. Now, issues are coming to church. <laughs> you know, it's a normal process. Our pastor will tell us, church always, God always have a way of getting attention of church. What you are seeing in the world, we started happening within the church, and church will come to attention. I think that's what has happened to the broken hearted. What is broken at it? People are traumatized in their heart. Their heart is wounded. Now, we are talking about suicide tendency. When people are unable to control that trauma, that issues, then they started considering leaving this world, taking their life. And if you want to be sad with ourselves, I don't know, for me, I've gone to that 
situation so many times. You will be thinking like, you will take out decision. There's no way. And you are a Christian. And you have to think, if God loved me, why am I going through this? Can we connect it to that previous uh, discussion? Then if somebody that is not a Christian is thinking around that life, that's, if God loved me, why am I going through this? Well, the next thing is for me to take the life. That is, there is no God. God does not love me. But we don't want this to be happening in the body of Christ. That is why the trauma healing is coming in. What is trauma healing? From angle of trauma healing is U.S. It's combination of Bible principle and the mental health. That is, church will be able to apply the word of God to the issue of mental health. And suicide, before suicide will come, people will go through issue of mental health. Usually will happen, they are unable to go, they are able to overcome it, and the next depression will set in, the next decide considering taking their own life. Now let me quickly define how I understand the suicide. Suicide is an act of taking one's life intentionally, which in most cases is fatal and permanent. It's either, the, it's either you are using something to kill yourself, or you want to go and jump somewhere, or you want to go and jump from the topos of the... I've seen those, those uh, suicide before. I was inside my house, and I saw somebody it was like a play play. I just saw somebody running through the staircase. It's like a movie. And he plunges himself head down. What is the issue? Because the wife left him and came to, I was in Ibadan then. The, the wife left him and came to Ibadan, something, something. And the man just ran up and plunged. We have seen, it's now rampant now, we are seeing teenagers, kids, committing suicide. And this should not continue. Like they said in the domestic abuse, why domestic abuse should not continue? Why this scenario should not continue? Other form of suicide, may not be fatal, but result in self-injury. Attempted suicide or not fatal suicide behavior. That people may have a behavioral pattern that will show that they are planning to commit suicide. And that is where we are going to right now. Why do people commit suicide? Why? People commit suicide because, first and foremost, they lost hope. Maybe I should have it as a Christian. They lost faith. Maybe in God or in themselves or whatever. And they discovered that there's no way again than to take the life and live. When they are feeling uncontrollable, shameful, 
or whatever, maybe something happened to them. Somebody was raped. All those kind of stuff. And they are feeling ashamed. I said, ah, how will I manage my life after this thing? The next thing they are considering is to go and end the life. Another one is emotional one. When people lost hope and decide to commit suicide because they think their family and their loved ones will be better without them. Is that a good option? Because you are going to turn somebody to a widow or a widower by doing that. Or your children, they will become orphan. Another funny one. Funny but serious. Others may commit suicide because they want to punish their family or their loved ones. And that is how good that most of the teenagers are. If you look at whatever they are writing, those children that are committing suicide, it's just because they want to make sure that their family feel the pain. Funny thing about um, suicide is that it's hereditary. If somebody has committed suicide, in that person's lineage, there's a tendency for you to have that issue again along the line. You know how we are really in the foundation? I want our mind to be following those process. So that if there is a kind of uh, situation, you should be able to say, okay, if this somebody has committed suicide, then around that family, you should be very careful, behavioral pattern of people coming from that situation. Why am I saying all this thing? So that we can know how to help. We can know how to go and get help before issue will happen. Prof have taken a lot of uh, my discussion along the personality in the Bible. I don't need to belabor that. Job, Elijah, um, where is it again? Saul, Moses, Judas, some of them actually committed the suicide. But some of them just display suicidal behavior. Aitofel commits suicide. Why? Because of ego. You can see how it is. Because he used, to, he used to be a wise man. That's what the Bible called him. He used to be an advisor, special advisor to governor, special advisor to president. And he gave one advice to David. And he rejected the next thing that the man went to commit suicide. Are we seeing the, how tricky this uh, suicide? This man is a very intelligent person, that is Aitofel. He used to consult for multinational. And there's a particular presentation he, he went to, and they rejected his presentation. The next thing he went back home to go and do what? To commit suicide. How can we help? We need to get, we need to get help. If you have perversion, we are having that to the right uh, thought. We need to get help. It's going to be in two ways. Maybe you are relating with somebody that is having suicidal tendency. Or we cannot vary. Maybe you are the one having that suicidal thought. 
we all need help. Again, an example this morning, and that's part of the ministry of a trauma healing facilitator. I said I, I, I went through something last few hours, but so some other guys, they'll be considering suicide. I was not talking to God. I was like, why did he allow this to happen few hours that I was planning to come and talk about suicide? You know, that's the way God works. He just want me to feel it. I'm not going to commit suicide, though. <laughs> but I'm saying that this is how this thing happened. It happens to everybody. You look calm and collected, but people are going to reach you. That is why you need to know the warning sign. That's why you need to know how to help or you help yourself. Now, how can we help somebody or people showing display alternative towards society to overcome it? How can we help them to overcome? We should understand that life do happen. I just mentioned my own now. But because I have a faith, I know that within the next few hours, God will solve the problem. So, I will not lose hope. But imagine you have a discussion with somebody and the person is displaying the behavior of someone that has lost hope, then you know that the person needs help. Or you two you are getting to that stage, you know that you need help. You need to go out and talk to somebody before you go. There are some that always do during the marriage counseling or when people are going to a relationship. They say that when you enter into a relationship or don't go and think that you can take the decision because your emotion is involved. Look for somebody that is not involved in that relationship and be talking to that person. So you're able to get it. That's very important for you to go out and talk to somebody before you finally lose hope and do something funny. The second one, we should not avoid discussing that, that, uh, this, that uh, topic, suicide. If you notice that somebody is showing some suicidal tendency, mention the name. Are you planning to commit suicide? You know what, is, what that's going to do? You are just eating the mind. Bam. They talk about heart wound. Anybody, anybody that is going to heart issue, you cannot see from their face. It is inside the heart. Heart and our mind is invisible states. Unless God gave you this extra... Perspectory power, you can perceive. You can okay. I'm feeling that you are going something, but if you are not perceiving something like that, that somebody is about to commit suicide, then don't shy away from saying it. Are you planning to commit suicide? Because when you do that, it's like you are exposing the mind of that person to public. Then. We should ready to talk. We should look for people who can help us. That's a certain stage of issue that we have. We cannot help ourselves. That's just the reality of life. In trauma healing, we talk about you may get an accountability partner. Let me say this. I know that this ministry, we have people who have been trained as a trauma facilitator. 
Yes, there's a place of counseling. Counseling is like a professional. You can study at university. You can guide and counseling. But trauma healing is a process where you will have gradual process to go through that healing. So what we are saying is that if you are going through that issue, you have been cancelled and you have that issue, then the next thing is that you should go through the trauma healing impartation. I don't want to use it. I don't want to use this uh, uh, book thing that uh, trauma healing facilitation. So if we are having issues, the next option is not for us to take our own life. Always remember this thing. There is always a solution somewhere. Only that you have not tried to pray and God will be looking at you. Because the question is that why do some people want to jump to a river and injured will not come down and save them? But my own point, let me run with this, because that's the passion that is driving me for this ministry, that if the army of God, which is Christian, are beginning to commit suicide, of course, the army of God that's supposed to do the entire ministry has been depleted. And everybody sitting, everybody a Christian, we are part of the larger body of Christ. We are all important. So we begin, we begin to lose people, then we know that we, we have a serious problem on our hand. Our life does not belong to us. Don't commit suicide. Seek for help. There is something we call healing group. That's part of the thing. Healing group can just pray for like a, a week or two weeks so that we take people through it so that they can get their healing. The way some should have the healing, healing stream. My dear people, Please don't commit suicide. Thank you.